The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. Welcome to another episode of the Minding My Black Business Podcast, and it is I, your host, Dr. Janae Taylor, Dr. T, Nene, that's me. Okay, we have another solo episode, and um, this was inspired by a recent post that I did on uh, social media. We are living in some interesting times. So by the time this um, episode is drops, by the time this episode drops, we will be in the beginning phases of our sort of two-week timeout. <laughs> There's the coronavirus that is spreading across the world, but it's now on U.S. ground and in some states, there are states of emergencies and all sorts of things. And so one of the things that we've been asked to do is to create some social distancing. So to keep six feet apart from folks, um, to not to be in crowds of uh, 30 or more, um, to, you know, wash our hands, be very cautious of that, um, you know, and as a substitute hand sanitizer, um, we have also bear witness to people um, going to stores and because the schools are closing for two weeks, there is of course a panic around, okay, now I need to make sure I'm stocked um, so that I can sort of stay in my home for two weeks. Um, If you're a parent, that also means I have to not only focus on childcare, but also yeah, if, if people are usually not home during the middle of the day, you don't have to worry about, um, you know, those meals being prepped. And so all sorts of special considerations. People, uh, stores running out of supplies, uh, an abundance of toilet paper buying. And I get it. Some of the some of the symptoms are flu-like, you know. You might be blowing your nose more, coughing. Um, it's the shortness of breath that you need to pay attention to. Yeah, so this is where we are. This is where we are currently. This is happening, and then there are spaces where people are are feeling as though they don't want to kind of be hampered by the social distancing and are continuing to be in larger groups. And so certain governments are, are taking measures to prevent some of that even from happening. So that's, you know, that's the backdrop. You all are familiar. I'm just kind of bringing everybody up to speed. <laughs> One of the things that I thought about is what this means for black businesses, right? So essentially those that are more service-based versus product-based, even though they might have similar outcomes, I think I can recognize more or kind of put myself more into the shoes of those who are service-based because I also provide a service. My business is service-based. Um, there are some products where it's mo- way more service than it is product-based. And so what it means for us to make decisions about our businesses 
and how we will operate as an institution, as an agency, and how we as an entrepreneur will take care of ourselves, right? So there's kind of these two things that we need to manage, which feels very differently from, like, say, a weather concern. Like, say, if we had a snowstorm or a hurricane or a flood, you know, those are precautions that you need to take in those instances as well, but this is quite different. There's a contagion that's different. We are in a different spot. So let me give you a little backdrop as to what was going on when all this kind of broke, when the coronavirus, it seemed like it it jumped from a blink of an eye to being in China and then Italy. Then you're hearing about people on cruise ships and then D.C., maybe New York. It, it, it and then all of a sudden, now we have in a state of emergency. So I was actually at a conference. <laughs> I was at a conference when, and, and for those who don't know, who might be new to the show, I am in Virginia and my conference was in Virginia. Um, so, but I had to travel. I had to travel a, a couple of hours north um, to get to the conference. And it was a situation where I was kind of serving in a working capacity as opposed to just being a, a participant. So I was going there, prepared to work. Got to work, got to work. And so from the time that I left my home in the car to the time that I arrived at the conference, a state of emergency had been called while I was on the road for the state of Virginia. The governor called it. Now, by the time I realized that that had happened, I had already checked in, got my credentials, uh, checked into the hotel, blah, blah, blah. I was settled. Then I was like, wait, what now? <laughs> What's going on? So I created a post. I created a post, which was actually prior to my leaving. I'm telling this all out of order. And um, it was about black entrepreneurship or black entrepreneurs and the coronavirus. Um, and essentially a self-care guide. There's, you know, six steps and I'm going to go through those because I think now more than ever these things are um, important. They're, they're pretty important because we don't really know with the, the it seems weird to say we don't really know what the future holds. It's very true. But we also are in a space where this for most of us this is never a situation like this has never even occurred where we were asked to stay in our homes for at least two weeks. This this could go on for longer than two weeks, but at least where it stands right now is, is, is two weeks. For some people, for some schools, they've already set a month or they've canceled the rest of the semester. But, you know, on the on the low end, on the minimum end, we're talking about two weeks of, you know, these precautions and being very careful and being very cautious in your movements. So... Here we are with the steps, and then and then I'll do a little reflection at the end. So the first one is to limit media exposure, right? So I am not suggesting that you don't tune into any news, <laughs> um, don't read a, an article or a trusted news source. That's not at all what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting is if you find yourself on these outlets, spending hours and hours and hours um, reading people's accounts, accounts of what's happening for them, their own theories about why this might be happening. It can just really feel 
overwhelming and it can feel so overwhelming that you don't know, you can't quite figure out the steps that you need to take first to kind of manage the things that you need to manage when it relates to your household, when it relates to your business. You just become so inundated with information. You have, you don't make any choices about anything. Um, So the recommendation to limit media exposure is to help keep your panic in check because there are some people who are um, posting things that will induce panic. Um, and some, some anxiety raising situations are justified. Um, it's hard to operate when you're in a state of panic constantly. That's the ultimate point. So, you know, monitor that limit your media exposure. Okay. The second thing is to stock up the office, right? So this, for those who are choosing to keep their office open or modified office slash store situation stock up the office um and so what i mean by that is you know make sure you have your own um your own cleaning supplies with you know gloves and uh antibacterial soap and uh disinfectant and um, hand sanitizer paper towels uh trash bag you Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> Cleaning supply. Um, and so I say that because there will they will be in, in more use. Uh, for therapists, boxes of tissues are things that we, you know, keep keep on hand. So stock up on your supplies. Um, people be using them more often. You'll be using them more often as we all work to, to be more cautious. Um, and have your patience when you are out searching for those things uh, in some ways you might have to be quite creative um, uh, around some of those things. Um, so stock up the office. That's the second one. The third one is to inform your audience. And so what do I mean by that? Um, so actually on the graphic that I uh, was creating, I had inform your audience and inform your customers. Well, that was too many words. So <laughs> inform your audience which also means to inform your customers. Why is that important? You got to let people know what's going on. Are you open? Uh, are you have? Are you modifying your business hours? Um, there are some some restaurants locally that are open, but they're doing takeout only, um, or they're only open for the lunch hour. So from like or the lunch hours. Um, from like 11 to 2 to provide uh, free lunch for kids who are, um, you know, who are in need uh, of those meals. So just keep your 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 audience aware. Myself, um, I have decided to provide telehealth services for these two weeks um, to clients. So I will not be doing any in-person um, uh, sessions um, over these two weeks. I will be doing all telehealth um, uh, appointments, and and for some, and you know giving my clients that option. So if they choose that they they don't want to do that option, they would rather do in person. Then we just reschedule for a later time. Um, and and for others, they are you know are, are perfectly fine with that. So informing your audience. So for me, that has meant sending out lots of emails, newsletters, um, social media posts. Um, there, there will be some phone calls for some folks that I 
that I kind of know offhand um, are not huge proponents of checking their emails, um, just based on previous correspondence. So they'll get a phone call with this information. So inform your audience so people will know how to continue to stay engaged with you, um, how they can continue to, to get services and or goods from you. Um, that's going to be really, really, really important. And um, think of every way possible that you can think of to, to keep um, people informed. The other is check-in. So the next step is check-in. So check-in um, with your fellow entrepreneurs. And this is something that I did prior to informing my audience. So one of the first things that I, I actually was making these decisions about whether, what to do with the business while I was at the conference. And it was, it, my brain was in such hyperdrive uh, because <laughs> here I was at this large gathering um, and they were in real time trying to decide if they were gonna um, adjourn the conference early and at the same time thinking ahead to next the, the following week um, about what I would do with my clients. So it, it was a lot. My brain was trying to think five to 10 steps ahead of myself. But one of the things that was really helpful was I sent out some text messages to my therapist friends. And I was like, what are y'all doing? What's going on? Um, who were in the same area as me? Um, so who were in the same geographic location? who was under the same rules that I would be under, um, you know, what are you all doing? And people who didn't traditionally do telehealth. So for those who did telehealth or have done it in the past, you know, transitioning to, you know, continuing to see clients via telehealth was not a stretch. But for those of us who were doing in-person only and making the decision to add this service, that requires some stuff. Um, so... For me, that requires some uh, or some things that I chose to do with some certifications. Um, during the course of three days, I had to essentially kind of set up an additional private practice, but virtually. So I had to get the, the software and equipment. I had to get um, paperwork and policies around the way that this would work. I had to inform um the customers. I had to provide them with instructions as to how to use this, the software. So it was, I had to create a whole new thing, I had to create a whole new thing virtually. Um, and it was because I checked in with my fellow therapists uh, and some of the ways in which they were doing things that it helped me crystallize my own thoughts about what I wanted to do. And so um, check in, check, check in with people because you might get an idea that you haven't heard of. It might affirm where you were already going. It might negate something that you thought might be possible. I mean, just check in. It's going to be really helpful to don't try to kind of carve this stone by yourself. The fifth one is to don't forget you, right? So it's important to make sure that your business is able to what I call shapeshift. <laughs> um when we're throwing a curveball such as this. But this is going to require um, an extra level of energy, of thought. Like I was saying, I was kind of in the middle of doing one thing, working in a conference and actively trying to carve together a protocol and procedure and uh, for something that didn't exist. <laughs> uh, so I, I had every intention of, trans of adding telehealth services um, to my practice in the future. 
I did not expect to have to do that in three days. So I, I got it done, but that means I had to sacrifice some things to, to make that happen. So don't forget to take care of yourself in the process. So for me, that meant naps. Uh, <laughs> naps. I may have made, it's been a long time since I talked about naps. Um, but I love them. They've been so good to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so take care of yourself. Uh, stepping outside, seeing the sunshine, letting the the wind just hit your skin, you know, making sure we're staying hydrated, getting a little movement going. Um, music for me is really, really helpful. Um, so just don't forget to, uh, I've been doing a lot of video calls um, to family, to friends. Um, those things have been really helpful. And uh, rest, right? So rest because you are operating hypervigently. You are being precautious. You're being proactive. You are, um, I've seen these videos on like Twitter and uh, Instagram where uh, somebody's in the public place and somebody coughs or sneezes and, and the level in which people flinch and react. Like that means we are really... It almost feels like a trauma response in the way people respond um, by everyday things that used to be maybe connected to a common cold or allergies. We don't know what's going on. So we just are all nervous and scared. And and to be that way most of your day, most of your waking day is exhausting. So you need to get some rest and restore um, so that you can wake up and, and manage all the things that you have on your plate. So I'm going to go through these one more time. I'm just going to list them out. So the self-care guide includes limit media exposure in order to keep the panic intact. Stock up, on the, stock up the office. Supplies will be in high demand. Three, inform your audience. Stay in communication with the people who purchase a service or goods or who would like to purchase our service and goods. Check in. Support is going to go a really long way. Um, in times like these, uh, don't forget you take care of yourself, take care of yourself as you take care of others and rest. You deserve time to recharge, um, in, in all of these things. And so as we kind of get through, uh, these weeks, these next two weeks, um, and we'll see what happens after that. Um, uh, I will be continuing to stay engaged with you all. I'll be doing some post. Um, I actually had uh, a meetup scheduled um, during this two-week time frame, and so I'm trying to figure out what ways I might be able to bring that into the digital atmosphere. And so I'll keep you all posted. Um, these are interesting times, but I know that we will do what we have to do to get to the other side of it. And so um, I just wish the best for you all. Take care. Um, let's abide by that social distancing. Um, I want us all to be healthy um, and prosperous. All right. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, family. We appreciate you listening. We need you to do us a favor. We need you to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, join us in following the movement on our website at mindingmyblackbusiness.com. 
There you can find uh, Minding My Black Business merchandise and you can also find our digital academy. Now our academy is the place where we are looking to expand our resources, particularly emotional wellness resources for black entrepreneurs. And we already have worksheets there and we have more resources to come. You can follow us on our social media platforms. On Twitter, we are Minding My Black Biz. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. And on Facebook, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. So peace and blessings to us all. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, don't forget to tell them, I'm minding my black business. business.